Marriage, parenting, jobs, ministry, each can be difficult in its own way, but combined, it is definitely character building. Today, Tim and I continue our discussion about fatherhood and the many aspects that it affects. So grab a cup of coffee and your spouse and join us for a little heart-to-heart on these important issues that affect each of us today, and it affects the generations to come. One more thing, please take a moment to share this on your social stories or text it to a friend. Marriage and parenting is difficult, and while we will never get it perfectly right, we do want to spread hope and encouragement to as many parents as possible, because our kids' futures are at stake, and family and marriage can be the best gift you've ever experienced. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome to Walking on Water, where our focus is to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. What's the storm in your life? I'll never say that it's easy, but Jesus changes our perspective. He gives us courage to do life differently, to throw off the victim mentality that threatens to drown us in our pain, and he gives us the tools we need to live a victorious life. I'm your host, Lynette Carpenter. Let's discover more about the power-filled, faith-filled life Jesus invites us to live. Hey, we're back again with my husband, Tim. I hope you caught last week's episode about fathering and some of the things that are important to him as a father. And we're just going to continue the conversation here. Um... I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, okay, so we've been doing ministry, I don't even know what to say when we started. People ask and we can never remember. Um, we had done, we were youth leaders for four years um, at our previous church and really enjoyed that. And where we are now, um, I think we started in 2012. I was going to say 13 years, but maybe not quite. So 11, 12 years. So overall, it's been 15 years at least of our mm-hmm. 25 years has been uh, involved in youth ministry. Okay, so how do you reconcile doing ministry and have? Because I would, I, I, I hear people say, I'd love to work with kids or with teenagers, or I'd love to be in the ministry, but I've got kids. Yeah. So what do you say? I mean, I think we just made it a part of what we did, and we we always took our kids with us. Mm-hmm. Um, a few exceptions, but I mean, even take even going overseas, we would take our kids with us. Yeah. And it was just great opportunities that they would never have had had we not been doing ministry like that. But even as um, a young family, when our youngest, Kobe or Corey, was when they were young, that's, I mean, they were newborns almost and we were going to youth group. Mm-hmm. And that's just what we did. I mean, they grew up doing that. and um, Yeah, I think Kobe thinks we need to hang in there till he... Graduates from high school, so that we're then we would have been all of our kids as youth leaders, and it's pretty cool that they like having their parents as their youth leaders. Yeah, I I appreciate that very much for sure. Yeah, so you think it can be done? I mean, obviously, it can be because we did it, but yeah, I don't think it should be looked at again. How we talked about last week with your kids getting in the way, Mm -hmm. um, the the kids aren't getting in the way you know mm-hmm. this is a perfect opportunity to take them show them what you do mm-hmm. let them learn and um let them be involved and yeah. that i mean i remember when 
you know, we would play games with the youth group when our kids were five years old mm-hmm. and they would jump in and the youth group loved it and the kids loved it. And it's just a, um, they just came along with us because that's what we did. Yeah. All right, so one side of fathering, and I know that this isn't going to apply to everybody, and of course, this is just to encourage people, but um, let's talk a little bit about parenting and marriage. Okay. You want to talk about marriage? Sure. I'm good. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's times where we didn't agree, maybe, um, about how to parent. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, no two people are going to come from the exact same uh, type of environment growing up mm-hmm. and it's something that you and I have um, from the beginning we talked about and um, we tried to implement was our two different styles growing up mm-hmm. uh, you came from a more of a permissive home mm-hmm. and I came from a super strict home mm-hmm. and we said look there's good about both sides. We want to... Let me just interject. We did talk, We have talked before about how our both having been raised in conservative Mennonite homes, we had a very similar culture that we right. were raised in, but yet still... Same church even. Same church. We've known right. each other since we were three. I mean, I've known you since we were three. Right. You've known me since we were like, what, 16? Right. Something like that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, but... Um, even so, even to have so many similarities, yeah, we still have still so completely much. different. Yes, right. And so we said, you know what, we're gonna do. We're gonna take the good from both, from both, mm-hmm. and we're gonna build on that because there was so much good from both sides, and um, and we've been able to do that. It, I mean, it hasn't been perfect for sure, right? But uh, I think that it's worked for us because because of taking the good that we learned right from um from both sides and implement it and uh yeah. yeah so i mean i think what we've tried to do is we've tried to be uh we've tried to be disciplined with them i mean they couldn't just go and do whatever so we were i'm i'm definitely the disciplinarian no question mm, yeah um, they usually come to me first <laughs> yeah no question and which is okay um mm-hmm. But but also just be very loving and um, honoring and, you know, honoring of them as individuals. Yeah. Okay, so then on the times where we didn't agree or don't agree <laughs> about how something should be, we've had a lot of those conversations. We just do what you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, we've had, we've had, but I think... I remember when we went to a weekend to remember and we sure. learned how to argue um, respectfully, I guess. Sure. And it was like about taking turns, being able to say your side and to be heard. Yeah. And, and being I respectful think, to each other. I think that's a huge deal. And I mean, this is more of a relational side than with the kids, even though the kids would play into this, but is to listen Mm-hmm. to the other person mm-hmm. and not just immediately shut them down or your way is stupid, mm-hmm. but to listen and, and hear yeah, and say, okay, I want to hear what you have to say. I may not agree with what you, want. you know, the, the way that you want to go about it, but I want to hear your side. You want to hear my side. We talk right. about it, the pros, the cons, and, um, and then come to 
middle ground somewhere. Yeah. I think and we've learned a lot from each other, really. For sure. Because I would have been super permissive. Yeah. I really hated discipline with the kids. Right. But, um... And I would have been super disciplined. I mean, like, militant, you know? Yeah. And, and so we've been able to mesh that and be disciplined, yeah. but yet, um... Yeah, I mean, give give them some leniency, I suppose. My latest thing, though, has been just to respond in text messages to the younger two with AYD. It's ask your dad. Because <laughs> yeah. they just come to me because they think mom's <laughs> going to say yes to everything. <laughs> because she will. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so you work with teenagers. We both do, but um, you see a lot of things. Sure. And some good, some hard. Mm-hmm. And what what would you like to encourage fathers in when it comes to some of the brokenness that you see out there? Yeah, that's it's tough because um, we see it every. I was gonna say every Sunday, but more than that, every day. Um, I would encourage fathers that haven't been there you know, or feel like they have messed up or feel like they've dropped the ball, it's not too late. And you may say, no, it is too late. My child is gone. I mean, they've moved on, whatever. I still don't think it's too late. Um, At our men's retreat that we go to every year, we talk about a lot about fathers and fathering and and challenging men to go to their dads and um, talk to them or tell them they love them if they never heard that growing up or that type of thing. So I would say it's not too late. It's not hopeless, even though for some it seems like it is. Um, but for those that have young, younger children, man, I'm just saying it's, it's such an opportunity. It's mm-hmm. especially in a world gone crazy mm-hmm. the way it seems um, to have children that are honorable and respectful and love the Lord is rare and so um man take time spend spend time with them uh well I feel like our society has really um devalued the role of a father sure I mean we see it all the time we talk about it. it's in commercials it's in sitcoms it's yeah. like the dad is always the stupid guy the butt of the joke yeah yeah and that's done a lot of damage sure to how people view fathers yeah and I'm sure that some of that probably has come from people who didn't have good relationships with their fathers. And mm-hmm. and so it's... They want to make light of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It really is because it's a role that um, isn't embraced by a lot of men because of the drag or, you know, the, the restriction of it. Or, you know, I can't go and do this and this because of my wife or my kids or whatever. Um, the old ball and chain, and it just doesn't have to be that way. Right. It just doesn't have to be that way. But on the flip side, too, I wonder how many times us as women discourage our husbands or the fathers of our children from fathering because we are constantly harping Can't on them. Can't ever do it they, right. They don't do it right. Right. They, right. They're stupid or whatever, you know, and, and that doesn't help at all either. No, it doesn't, and I'm grateful that wasn't you, but that's for sure, and we've seen it, um around us at times and it's disheartening to see so what about the kid who dreads father's day and has a terrible relationship with their father what's what's your encouragement to them yeah i mean that's tough i would still suggest that if your father's anywhere 
nearby that you still reach out to them and try to mend that relationship. Um, it can be really tough. I know that. But I would say if if that's not an option, I would say to find somebody mm-hmm. that can fill that role. Because there are men like that all around. I mean, it might be a teacher, a coach, uh, a pastor, uh, um, just a leader, wherever, you know, in church, in the community, whatever it might be. And just to find somebody that you can, um, that can mentor you, I guess, and help to lead you in that way. I know that we're taught that God, well, God is our father. And so many times we're taught about how we look at God in the same way that we would view or that we imagined him to be somewhat like our own father. So in my case, I would have imagined God to be very merciful and, um, while others would maybe think that God is more quick to judge and harsh or something like that. Yeah. But, and so that can taint our view of God because he, yes, he is merciful, but there's a time where he is also going to bring discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was so interesting recently. I read something along the lines of that our father shouldn't be the one that defines God. God defines fathers. Mm. You know, I, I just thought that was really powerful. Yeah, it's good. So... All right, so there's a lot of fathers who do not live with their children on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Um, And so do you have any advice or encouragement that you would give to them? Yeah, make it count. Mm. The time that you do have with them. Because, I mean, listen, I get it. After a long day's work, there's nothing you would rather do than sit down, you know, for the last hour or two of the day, a couple hours of the day, and watch TV or just chill, whatever way you do that. But if you don't have uh, time to spend with them and then you finally get that time, the last two hours of the day, of the day, and you just use that in a selfish way and you continue that day after day, year after year, um, you'll be disappointed at the, what that turns out to be. So take the time. It's... It's difficult. I remember somebody saying, and now I can't even remember who it was, Matt Chandler, I think it was Matt Chandler that said, if you're as a father, a young father especially, if at the end of the day you're not exhausted, you're not doing it right. <laughs> like, not just from work, but from all the time spent with your kids and um, mm-hmm. and family. I mean, it's, but it's worth it. Right. It's so worth it. Um, it goes by so fast. And, not only that, you're making you're making a difference every day. Right. You really are making a difference every day. I hope it's for good because it can be a negative thing if you're if that's the kind of difference. Well, you're and making. so often when we hear people talking about, you know, why their life is so hard today, it can often start with like, well, you know, yeah, my parents sure split up when I was this age or that age, yeah. you know, and. And so just being intentional, whether, you know, you need to go get counseling or have your children getting some, some, some help or something like that. It, mm-hmm. it makes such a difference to be intentional and then to be praying too. Yeah, for sure. Praying constantly for your kids, for your family, just giving them to God. Yeah. That's a big deal. It's tough. I remember working with, um, with some guys that that was just such a big deal, how tough it was for them to give their kids to God. But man, there's no better place than to mm-hmm. than to leave it, leave them in God's hands. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you as a father stand before 
God yeah. as the uh, what's the word? Um, gatekeeper. The gatekeeper, I guess, of the home. Yeah. Um, tell me some of your thoughts about that. That's sobering, man. That's it's extremely. Uh, it's extremely sobering. You. You take things pretty seriously. You and I have been through some of those decisions in our life that were big decisions. Mm-hmm. That we said, this is, I mean, this is like a cross, I don't know if a crossroads, but it's a, definitely a, a Y this. in the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I could tell story after story of just crying out to God saying, God, I just, I need your direction because this is, it could be life altering for our family. And he never let us down. Mm-hmm. But to just be, not I mean, not just sold out, that seems cliche, but to be just open-handed and right. say, God, I, well, I'm going to make a mess of it. We're going to make a mess of it. We need your direction and your leading. And, and if you truly are um, that transparent with him and that open, um, there's no better place to be. Well, and it's it's sobering too to consider that when we as parents bring allow things into our lives, yeah, you know that that's a big deal. Like allowing sin into our lives, because right. we as as youth leaders, we've seen how it affects kids, and I don't think that we give it the right amount of credit um, right. for how it affects kids with anxiety. And but when they know that security is there, and that their father, their mother is standing there, right. Um, as a boundary between them and Satan's attacks, it's huge. It's a big deal because as a father, I think about it all the time. What I open up in for my own heart, for my own life, I'm opening up to my family. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm, you know, uh, taking in things that are not uh, godly or beneficial in that way... Um, mm-hmm it's probably going to be the same for my family and I'm just opening up that door. So it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, I don't, that, I feel like it, if I don't want to end on a negative note, right. you know, I feel like there's so much hope. Right. It doesn't have to be that way. Well, it's exciting to think about how much of an, I mean, we get the choice every day. Yeah. Like what kind of legacy are we going right. to leave? And um, right. the families that we were raising, the people that we're raising. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a testimony to a community that watches mm-hmm. uh, a couple, a family, whatever it might be, an individual. Yeah. Um, it's a big deal. To close out, why don't you just give a word of encouragement maybe who's, to somebody who feels fatherless or um, has a lot of struggle because of the brokenness? Because, I, I mean, you said that earlier, like maybe you don't have a father in your life, but there are people that you can maybe find. And so just give... That word of encouragement to someone who's who's maybe do, doesn't have a good relationship with their father, and then if you could close us out by saying a prayer, I would yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, I mean it's um, just as far as again, I, you and I don't like the cliche things, mm-hmm. you know, but there is no greater father, um, and you and I have experienced this than our heavenly father. Right, and. Yeah, okay. I want something that I something tangible and mm-hmm. I get that. But if you truly just are um sold out and say, God, I my my relationship is is 
broken. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a father, whatever it might be. Um, there is no greater father that will come alongside you. But also, if you are looking for that, I'm telling you, you can find a man that will be that father to you. Mm-hmm. Um, as I spoke before, so many guys, uh, young kids, find it in coaches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. Um, or school teachers or um, pastors, like I said, or a youth leader, youth leader, somebody in their church, a guy that they can just say, you know what? I, I don't have that relationship and I would love it. Mm-hmm. Would you walk with me? That's special. I mean, and I know of, I know of men that that is the case. And you know, I've loved, I've loved watching. So being able to watch all through the years, I mean, from back when we first started being youth leaders to where we are today and having these now adults coming yeah. back to you, Tim, mm-hmm. can I talk to you? Sure. You know, Cause they know that you're a safe place to fall and they know that you're going to give them good advice and they know that you're also going to speak truth. Right. Um, but you do it like in love, you know, so it's not, um, condemnation. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I, that's the way I feel. I hope I don't come across as condemning. It's the last thing I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, it's such a vital and important subject. I love and passionate about, um, families, husband and wife, you know, uh, kids, all of it. So it's, um, it's good to do, good to yeah. talk about. Thanks for coming. And yeah. Being willing to have this conversation. And I hope it's an encouragement to all of you guys out there. And um, so, yeah, Tim, could you just close us out in prayer? Sure. God, uh, you are the ultimate father. And um, at times when we fail as fathers or when we know of um, in our own lives maybe our fathers have failed us God you you never do and you are the perfect father Lord I'm asking for um, those that feel that void in their lives right now God that you would uh, you would touch them Lord you would become a father to them God and the, the ones that um, just feel a loneliness a hopelessness God that you would replace that with with peace and with hope, God, and that you would um, continue to heal those wounds and show them your light in your way. In your name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. Please take a moment to share this with a friend or on your social media accounts. In fact, tag me on Instagram and I'll be sure to reshare it on my stories. Also, don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss an episode. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired today. Always remember, your life has purpose, you have value, you are loved, and with Jesus, you can rise above your storm. Get out of the boat, friend. Let's walk on water.